0: Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with author and consultant for business and energetic practices, Craig Cook. He is a successful entrepreneur who had the foresight to start a digital first company utilizing the internet utilizing the internet long before digital first digital transformation and other buzzwords of the day were created. With extremely limited resources of $1,300 and an Apple computer, he started RhythmNet.com with a couple of friends from college. Over the years of struggle, adaptation and repositioning the brand, Rhythm was sold to a world-class digital creative agency in 2019. Craig stayed with the company for just over three years, completing a 26 year marathon of running the company as CEO. During his tenure at Rhythm, Craig worked with the Middlemark to large enterprise companies, he's got a lot of great stories. Enjoy. Hi, Craig. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? How are you, sir? Nice to meet you. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be here. So, me too, man. I, I love delving into all of the different professionals and and uh, and and personalities that are out there in the world. So, first and foremost, where are you coming out of?
1: Uh, I am in Orange County, Southern California. Okay, good for you. I love it down there. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where are you based? I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, okay. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Speaking of the pandemic, I want to start there and ask you, the last three and a half
1: years was quite an ordeal. How did you make it through that time period and how did it change you? Yeah. Yeah. A very interesting time period. And, and, you know, in similar fashion to how I think it changed everybody, but um, rewinding the clock, going back to March 17th, that was the day we decided to go on full remote mode at my company. Now I had already sold it at that time. Uh, sold it the year before, you know, just in time, <laughs> which was great. Yeah. Uh, so here it is a year later uh, and March 17th, you know, everything is getting locked down. So we tell staff, okay, we're going to go in full remote mode. And um, it, w- it was fine for us. We were ready for it, actually. And it was just business as usual. Uh, we just adapted really quickly and were highly effective and and efficient. Uh, and the year was interesting because some clients got busier and some got you know less busy, especially um, one of our real estate clients that had a lot of off- commercial office space. You know, they, they, they got in you know, a little bit of trouble there, um, but they're fine. Yeah. And it was really a tumultuous time. And, and 2020, just for me personally, was the toughest year of my life. I, I lost uh, my parents. Um, and then like my mother died on June 1st and that was, um, the weekend before she died, it was when all of the riots started happening all over the place. And here we are in lockdown and everyone really doesn't know much about anything about what's going on, you know, really like, what did we really know <laughs> at that yeah. time? Right. And, um, then all of a sudden there's all these riots that are happening and then, um, and then a couple of days later at the start of that, my mother transitions into the spirit world. And um, in the the remaining six months was just um really tough. And and for me, uh it was definitely a shift in priorities. You yeah, know, just, just in, in thinking about stuff. And I think that was pretty much the the case for many, many, many people out there is a shift in priorities. Um yeah, what what truly matters in life.
0: Yeah. So on paper, it's clear what you do, but I want to kind of break this down a little bit. Let's put you in front of a bunch of third graders at career day. And one of the kids is curious and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them?
1: I would say I am a consultant at the base level. Now I do a lot of things, but uh, a consultant slash advisor, right? But there's a variety of areas that I that I play in um after i sold my company i stayed on for three years as ceo and then i left last year and i started thinking well what's the next chapter in life you know what 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 do i really need to be doing and we'll get into some other stuff i'm sure but uh i really define my purpose is wanting to create things that inspire and empower others to help fulfill their potential you know big broad statement um and there's aspects that we can get into that facilitates that. But what I started doing at the beginning of this year was uh, delving into consulting uh, advisory services based on my 26 year history of, of digital marketing, running a digital marketing agency. So consulting in, in leadership development, uh, brand development and marketing communications with an emphasis on digital experiences. But there's other stuff that I do like, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about the book I just came out with and so forth. But if we boil it down, you know, I'm I'm consultant advisor these days. Okay. so what did you want to be in the third grade? What was your dream? Oh, wow. In the third grade. That's that's a good question. You know, I think way back then I wanted to be a a scientist. Okay. yeah, yeah, because I was really into space. I was really into dinosaurs um all things the, the the animal world nature everything like that i was i was always my first passion actually was books uh, as soon as i could read i always had a book in my face and even before i could read i was always sticking a book in my mom's face saying read <laughs> and so that was i was always and i was always reading uh, a lot of um like nature animals kingdom insects space dinosaurs just all kinds of you know just just Nonfiction fiction stuff, just factual stuff, scientific stuff. So yeah, I remember way back then, like a paleontologist, I think, right? It's people that dig up dinosaur bones. Yeah that, yeah, that was,
0: yeah. Yeah, so take me back to where you were born and raised and some of these seeds that specifically got into you to be an entrepreneur, to be a consultant,
1: to help people. So I, I was uh, born and raised in um, Southern California in what's called the San Gabriel Valley, in a little town called Glendora, I lived in Glendora and San Dimas. Anyone who's familiar with uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know San Dimas rules. Yeah, that was the town, the Circle K. I actually lived uh, probably about a mile um, mile or two around the down the street and around the corner from the Circle K. There, nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's pretty cool. Um, but my family's from back east, and and uh, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family, small business. So, uh, my mom was actually a, a really big driver. Um, now she's, um, single mom raised me, um, couple of sisters that are older. Uh, by the time I was 10, it was just me and her, um, and she had a small restaurant and then my parents also had, uh, a fire sprinkler company for automatic fire sprinklers systems and for designing, installing and maintenance. Um, small small businesses, and so I grew up in that environment. I started washing dishes when I was ten. Then I became a busboy at thirteen, and then I was a waiter at sixteen. And then I started working in the shop, you know, doing the fabricating pipe, cutting pipe, you know, going on the field a little bit here and there. Um, so I would work at both, um, yeah. and there was a time period where uh, they did well but then it all kind of went downhill when the recession in the early 90s hit you know, so it was yeah so it's interesting you know, kind of the rise and then uh, some success but then a then a fall
0: yeah yeah but, yeah so who's been a hero for you in your life who's been an inspiration
1: yeah you know, uh my mother really just because of what she did i mean she was such a driver where she she came from um you know, the background is uh, coming from upstate New York, um, born on an Indian reservation, and uh, you know there's not much, <laughs> you know, especially back then. So coming out here to California to create um, a new life and a great life, and she 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 did a lot, you know, she she really did well. And um, one of my sisters, uh, I love both my sisters, I've two sisters. Um, one of them in particular, she was a, a really hard driver. She was working, I think two or three jobs, um, going to college and uh, raising her son um, you know, at a young age. Um, and she just really handled it. And you know, she made a great success uh, of her life. Uh, her and her husband, they were married at um, 17, I believe. And they're still married today know yeah, they really beat the odds and created a great success story um so she she was always an inspiration as well she she helped me through um, kind of get me going on some things and yeah she was someone really need to look up to uh so there's a lot of personal people like like as far as celebrity figures you know I, I don't know I, there's no one that really sticks in my mind back then like the people that were close to me yeah.
0: So, is there anyone alive on the planet right now that you would love to talk to, love to meet, someone inspirational? Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's 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 all kinds of of people, but you know, these days, <laughs> that's a good question because there's so many so many fields of of interest. From yeah, you know, passions with music, passions in martial arts, and and so forth. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I like uh, who I really like is Donnie Yen. Yeah, you know, uh, he's the guy who started Ip man the Ip man movies yeah yeah just uh he's he's an interesting guy um I'll, I'll, actually jackie chan he's the one that i really like for for um since i was a kid yeah 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 watching bruce lee and jackie chan movies growing up as a kid yeah jackie chan would have to be the guy nice so what's your inspiration every day you wake up as a businessman,
0: as a writer? What is it that gets you out of bed, that gets you to do all of these
1: things that are who you are? I need to have purpose. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, the purpose to uh, really be of service to others. And, and in that way, to create things that inspire and empower others. I just, I, one, I love to create. That's when I'm in my top moment of joy is when I'm in that act of creation. Another aspect that I really uh, derive fulfillment is when I'm helping others. And when I was running my company, the greatest joy I had during running my company is when I would observe my team members blossom. Uh, for example, um, this one gentleman uh, who's our chief creative officer, he, never used to present to clients or prospects and pitch meetings one day I told him "Hey, you're going to start you're going to you're going to present and he's like super nervous about it and I kept putting him in that position and this is just like one example over time a period of time he started rocking it he just started presenting like he, he ended up being the best presenter in the company even where some clients were uh, would called me up later and saying wow that's the best presentation that i've ever seen and you know moments like that that's what really fills my heart and i drive joy out of so you know that act of creation and and observing others flourish yeah you know, that's why i define my purpose as creating things that inspire and empower others so speaking of creating things talk about the book how did this all come to fruition for you so the book. I actually thought of about it 12 years ago and I started it 12 years ago. So it's taken me quite a bit of time but um, I I since my first passion was books like I, I talked about I remember when I was around probably 17 18 or so I thought to myself yeah I'd, I'd really like to write a book someday. I didn't know what but you know figured that would be a, a great thing to do. Um So fast forward to 2011, I came up with the concept, Business Kung Fu, and that was based on my martial arts background. And I thought, yeah, it's time, it's time to write this book. And the concept was taking all the lessons, the principles that I learned from studying Chinese Kung Fu into how I actually truly applied it to my business and my mindset, uh, my discipline, perseverance. And uh, even how I thought about the company structurally and, and developing the team and so forth. Uh, but it took me 12 years just because, you know, I'd work on it here and there. And then when I was getting ready to close, uh, sell my company, actually, um, I don't think I even touched it for like three years because I was just, that was just so heads down you know, trying to get that done. And then last year, uh, is when I said, well, now I have the time. So I was like halfway done and I just you know, busted it out, finished, finished uh, the last half, but yeah, it was really coming from, um, a desire from when I was young. So as a businessman, you're helping
0: people. What's been one of your best success stories?
1: Hmm. Um, I think the, The big success story was how our management team, developing a management team in my company and as a team, how we succeeded by creating enough value so that another company, and I'm talking about a world-class digital agency that does some of the biggest stuff in the world, um, saw value in us and decided that we were worthy of being acquired. Uh, to me, that was the pinnacle of of success, and that success was shared with uh, the management team. To you know, to a certain extent, yeah, you know, there was a, a some piece of the action, you know, for those for those participants. Uh, so that was that was very for me very fulfilling, not only for myself and that success that was chief, but also for the team because they got to um, share in that success as well monetarily. So what's been the best advice you've ever gotten?
0: Hmm.
1: (laughs) You asked really good questions. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. So the best advice, you know, it's funny because there's so many different, I've had a a variety of mentors uh, in life and everyone has their pearls of wisdom that they share. and, And wow, you know, is this one better than other? One that comes to mind though uh was a a funny story and it was a really good lesson for me i uh this was um probably around 2004 or so 2005 and working with a a client and one of my uh, programmers didn't do something correctly and the project wasn't working So when I was talking to this gentleman, I said, oh, yeah, so-and-so, yeah, he didn't do this right. So, yeah, unfortunately, yep, he kind of, he's kind of pointing the finger, actually. And he laid into me, like, really hardcore for, like, a good five or ten minutes. It felt like an hour, (laughs) you know. But he said, like, hey, man, you're the leader of the company. You're ultimately responsible. Don't tell me this. Don't tell me that it's that guy's fault. It's your fault. You're the leader you have to take full responsibility and be accountable. And, you know, I listened and I didn't get defensive and I just was listening. And, and, you know, after that, and then we went on and actually I think that it was a much longer conversation, but there was like 10 minutes where he was laying into me. about. And um, after that conversation, I was like, yeah, yeah, he's he's right. Uh, Absolutely, 100%. So that was something that always stuck in my mind and I was always very consciously aware of whenever it came to dealing with clients and, and people out in the business world that I needed to make sure I knew what was going on and be aware. And if, if there was a slip up, but yeah, I was the one responsible. Yeah, yeah, even if it was something that was kind of out of my control, well, I'm still the leader, so I have to be accountable for everybody. So that that was that was a, a really good lesson that stuck with me. So speaking of advice, let's say you have a dream tonight.
0: You run into the 20-year-old version of you. And you can give that young version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've accumulated over your life. What advice would you dispense on that young version of you?
1: I would say make sure that you take care of yourself because you have a lot of things to do for a lot of people. And, and in order for you to do that properly, you have to make sure you take care of yourself properly. And yeah. I have uh, a, a saying that I wrote in my book uh you have to be of service to self so you can be of service to others for a lifetime yeah yeah and so what i mean yeah no go ahead no, if i not. may what yeah, i mean yeah, by that good. is is taking care of yourself you know mind body and spirit yeah i uh was so all into my company and making that a success i let my health go i was in like tip-top shape when i started my company at, at 25 you know from all of my martial arts training and strength training that i was doing And then by the time I was like 35, 10 years later, I was just totally out of shape. And I actually ended up coming, um, I think when I was around 44 or so, um, 45, discovering that I was diagnosed with diabetes. And I had to, that was a whole new challenge that I had to face, uh, which I have reversed naturally, actually, no pharmaceutical medications. Um, But during that time period of declining health, I wasn't at, at my top uh, ability of, of uh, being able to perform. I would get tired, um, crash, you know, and, and that's where you really have to make sure you take care of yourself in order to be able to continue to perform at an optimal level for others.
0: Yeah, for sure. So let's say a time machine pulls up in front of your house when we get off this call and you can go anywhere in history and see one event, one event in human history, where are you going to go?
1: <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> a time machine alright I'd go back to the very beginning and yeah. see what the heck really happened yeah. What, yeah what is our real story because what we've been taught and learned as, as many people have been discovering especially when the lockdown happened with everyone just uh, exploring having more time on their hands to explore and seek truth what is the truth? Yeah, you know, we don't know yeah. what happened, what really happened. We don't know. Yeah. So I'd like to go back to the, the beginning, the mystery, the ultimate <laughs> mystery. So of all of the
0: things that you've accomplished and overcome and become, there's so many things that have happened in your life. What are you the proudest
1: of? My family. Yeah. 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 I have a wonderful family, wife, two kids and uh, great kids. And, yeah, all, all of the business success, material success, yeah, it's all nice. And I'm grateful for that and, and appreciative. But at the end of the day, it's, it's relationships is what truly matters. And um, for me, my strongest relationships are with my family.
0: So at the end of the day, there's all these people that exist in your world, family, friends, clients, colleagues, readers, but you ultimately run the show.
1: What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny because um, there's a lot of different things I do. And there's these identities that we have, right? I can say, well, yeah, it's a CEO. because I was a CEO for 26 years. I'm an author. because Now I've just published a book. I'm a business consultant because I do business consulting. But those really aren't who I am. Those are just identities. If we peel back the onion, who are we truly? I'll say, this might sound a little out there, but I'm a unique divine expression of the creator. Yeah. Just a radiant light to express joy and to be of service. That's who I am. I love it. Love it.
0: Succinct to the point. So if anyone wants to pick up the book, learn more about you, reach out, find out anything
1: about your world, where do they go? So uh, the book is available on hardcover, paperback, um, Kindle on Amazon. And uh, I have a, a website, c c csquaredpro.io, csquaredpro.io. So that's the letter C pro.io and uh, there's a form on there that people can contact me and i'm also on linkedin and twitter and instagram all that stuff um another thing i, I i'm a qigong practitioner so i have another um uh, website c2 energy medicine and and the instagram profile c2 um energy medicine uh, that's a whole other topic but um yeah yeah that's the easiest ways to get in touch with me
0: right on craig this has been great man thank you for your story thank you for your time I appreciate it. Keep doing the good work.
1: Oh, thank you, Joe. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me today.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.